What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, we'll be talking a little bit about Kobe White, but mainly we'll be previewing the Bulls' upcoming matchup against the Indiana Pacers as they come into town and the Bulls are looking for their fourth straight home win. We'll talk about all that, probably some more, right after this. Okay, so again, after last night's revenge win, I know we we're all feeling good. Kobe White, uh, 10 points in the fourth quarter, really helping seal that victory for the Chicago Bulls. And this is why it is important for the Bulls to have bench scoring. I've said it before and I've been drilling it home. The Bulls rank at the bottom half of the league in bench scoring. Now, the bench scoring has been getting better. Uh, Derrick Jones Jr. has been scoring more frequently. We know Io's his ascent there. Alex Caruso is actually moving to the starting lineup, but he hasn't really been scoring much either. But the Bulls are bench. Waha's has always been solid defensively, right? And while, you know, if they get turnovers and when they play well, they are a very, very solid bench. They've been missing that scorer who can come off the bench and really just light up other teams when they're hot. Now, Kobe, it does project, and I've been saying since then I've, it, that he does project to be that for the Bulls. And the stat line and, and what he did la in last night's game is exactly why for the Bulls fans that are calling for Kobe to be traded to help fix the Bulls front court issues. I have to tell you guys to pump your brakes a little bit. And the reason why I say this is like we saw what Tibbs defense was trying to do to DeMar and Levine late in that game. They were trying to double them. They were trying to get the ball out of their hands. While, yes, it's not a traditional matchup. And I know heading into the season, a lot of people had the question of, OK, well, where is Kobe going to get minutes? Well, the fact that Billy Donovan does not play traditional lineups, he does not hesitate at sometimes playing three and four guards out there at a time. Kobe can get minutes if he's playing well. And like I said, especially in a game where the defense is really catered to make everyone else but DeMar and Levine beat you, while, yes, Lonzo is shooting very well this season, he's not a microwave scorer, and he does so much other things that it's good to have a player like Kobe. When you looked at Kobe's game last night, now, and he was he was active on offense and defense. You know, his, his defense is not anywhere near his offensive abilities. But again, with what this team does and the way that they communicate on defense, I expect Kobe to be better on defense and what he has been so far in his career. But look at what Kobe does off the ball. Look at how teams, when he's running, he's coming off screens, when he when he's continually moving around, you have to guard him. And he's going to find times where he's wide open. There was time there were points in last night's game where Kobe had wide open shots. Now the he the, the team didn't get the ball to him and that could be because he hadn't at that point proven that he was going to be able to get hot. Uh maybe they just didn't see him. They're not used to having him out there. Keep in mind too this team is a completely different team than what Kobe White has been playing with. Almost everyone out there is new to Kobe White, so everyone's figuring it out. But Kobe showed why he can be so dangerous and why he can be such a big part to this team if he's playing well. He's going to get open shots. If he can knock down those shots, it completely changes the way teams have to defend us. Again, imagine if you added Vooch to being out there with that and you have another person who's a threat to score. It really keeps teams from being able to double down and pack it in on DeMar and, and, and Levine. It really opens everything up. So yes, while Kobe White is not a perfect player, while I'm not saying there's not a deal in the world in which we should not possibly add Kobe into, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying if for anyone who just thinks that because of the Bulls acquisitions that are automatically meant Kobe was out, you need to you need to, to check that, that expectation some because Kobe can and probably will be a big part of what this team does and, and how teams defend it. And I get it. The Bulls do need front court help. But as we talked about in the last couple of videos, especially with the buyout candidate market, especially with Troy Brown Jr. really being the one who's out of the rotation at this point, 
there are other deals you can make without giving up exactly what this team is missing. Well, another thing, because yes, the team is missing front court blocking and rebounding on the offensive end. Yes, they're missing those things, but they're also missing bench scoring. And there's never been, I'm going to keep drilling this team, this home. Bulls have flirted between 27th and 29th in bench scoring throughout the season. There's never been a team that has gone on a deep run with bench scoring that low. So it's important for the Bulls to have bench scoring. And especially when you can when you can do some things to, to fix that front court without trading away an asset like Kobe White. So that's my, my point on that. But let's get off of that. The Bulls face the Indiana Pacers tonight at home. The Bulls are going for the fourth straight home victory. Now the Pacers records are 7-11. and 11. They're 2-9 and nine away. Um, so it's but this could easily be one of those trap games. And the reason why I say that the Bulls are coming off a of back to back. Right. Uh, this is this will be their second game of a back to back. The Bulls also that was an emotional win last night. They kept still coming off a West Coast trip. And also, while the Pacers record doesn't show this, the Pacers are and shout out to the Bulls, too, who after last night, the Bulls are tops their seventh in offense and defense. They're ranked seventh in, in both in the NBA. Shout out to that having the top 10 uh, team on both offense and defense. But. Looking at this right now, um, the Indiana Pacers also, they rank 16th in defense, and I believe they're 17th in offense. Um, so while, yes, it's not anything in offensive rating, I should say. This is the advanced stack. Let me go back and look to just double check that. The Pacers are 15th in offensive rating in the advanced metrics, and they're 17th in the defensive rating, or 16th in the defensive rating. So, yes, while not anything shattering, right? It, it, this can be a game that can get tough for the Bulls. And I and I want to make that clear. Like, yes, looking at the record, the way the Bulls play, the Bulls should win this game. Like, that's not a question at all. But when you throw in the other factors, again, it, especially if you have any type of cold nights or any type of effects with it being the second game of a back-to-back, this could be a game that's that, that becomes interesting. You don't want to overlook the Indiana Pacers at all coming into this game. And with the way the Bulls play, I don't expect it at all. But I do want to be honest in the way that I – Talk about this game. I don't want to make it seem like it's just going to be a runaway. Now, the the, the Indiana Pacers are led in scoring by Brogdon. Again, Lonzo matchup there. We expect Lonzo to be able, especially in a player like Brogdon, we expect, we expect him to frustrate them, make it difficult for them. Rebounding, we know that they are a good rebounding team. Um, so this, this is going to be a game in which, like I said, if the Bulls aren't focused, if they for some reason get thrown off the game, if for some reason they have one of those stretches in which they do give up, um, big lead um, or, or get down to early deficit. This can get this can get to be a difficult game for the for the Bulls. Um, Indiana Pacers in offensive rebounding, they're tenth in the league. Again, we know that the Bulls' offensive rebounding isn't that good for uh, for defensive uh, rebounding. They they rank fourteenth, so they're still in the top half of the league in both offensive and defensive rebounding. This is that's going to be a key part in this game for the Bulls. The Bulls rebounded very well last night against the New York Knicks, and that was a front line that was very long as well. So we'll see. The Bulls have the capability to do it regardless of who's out there. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Bulls do with the Indiana Pacers tonight. Again, this is probably going to be a game where I'm going to have my episode up very shortly after the game, or I'll try to stream live. I may be able to do that for you guys. I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying after Thanksgiving, after the holiday. Well, my birthday is the week after Thanksgiving. My birthday is December 5th. So after that we'll be able to have a more normal live streaming after games lineup um, and schedule. So we'll be doing that. Um, but so that's the matchup. Let me know some key things that you're going to be looking out for against the Indiana Pacers. And do you think that this can be a tough game for the Bulls? Like I, like I said, because of the other factors that go into this game. Last thing that I want to talk to you guys about before I go and leave you guys for today is Vooch is still out for another game. Seems like Vooch may be out for another couple of games and we'll see how that ends up panning out. Um, and how many games he ends he ends up missing. But 
one thing that I will say and then that in Vooch's absence, I think that it's helped the confidence of Tony Bradley. When you look at, yes, he only played 18 minutes last night, but when you look at how he started off that game and even how he started off the game before that, the Bulls are trying to get Tony Bradley um, involved in the offense and in it very early. And he's playing a similar role in similar minutes of what he's going to do when Vooch is even back. And so because of that, it does make it very promising that he, because right now, until the Bulls do get a power forward if they like i trust that they will but until they do it's going to be important when vooch is back that tony bradley has an impact in a lot of different ways again not scoring ways and i think he's starting to to show that he's going to be able to do that at a very consistent level and also derrick jones jr at the four i'm love i'm loving the the potential there uh after today we have a night off we come back wednesday against houston um that game is 8 p.m start time probably have a live stream on after that one for sure as well and then the game in orlando that friday i'll have a live no i will not so there will not be an episode the game after friday unfortunately so friday and saturday i probably will not get episodes up because i'll be traveling uh, to st louis to see my mother so if i I probably won't have episodes up then it's going to be the first two games that i missed so i apologize for that right off the bat um if i record something it's going to be on my phone so forgive me for the quality if i go ahead and do something uh, for you guys because I'm going to be watching the game either way. But Vooch's absence, um, overall, you know, he's, he's uh, I think he's having a cardiovascular test either today or he did yesterday. And, and you know, shortly after that, we'll, once the results of that are known, we'll know when Vooch is coming back probably shortly after that. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that game in Miami Saturday is in the first game. And, you know, Friday, of course, his old team, Orlando, it would be great for him to come back that game. Um, but we'll see. Let me know what you think about how the Bulls have um, adapted to not having Vooch out there. And what do you think his impact is going to be? Do you think he's going to continue seemingly like he's getting back on track like he was in the two games before he uh, ultimately left and went into the NBA safety protocol? Let me know all that down below. Um, keep liking, sharing, subscribing. Thank you guys so much for all the love and everything for the channel. Like I like to end every video on. I love you guys. Go Bulls. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.